Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of the WrestleCast. My name is Ryan, filling in for Matt this evening. He's a busy, busy boy with all of his all of his finals, being a good old college grad. Um, with us tonight from Next Generation Wrestling Tennessee, we have we have the mega powers. It's Eddie Shepard and Cody Ford. What's up, brother? Now I gotta ask if you guys were the mega powers, who would who would be who? Cody's Hogan. I feel like, clearly. Uh, well, yeah, I see Ed, Eddie says that I'm Hogan, but I feel like because of how racist Eddie clearly is, he <laughs> has to be <laughs> That is not true. Just just trying to start this podcast with a little heat, brother. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, you like what you're watching. Go and support us, Kofi.com slash PW123. It's I'm easy so as one, two, three. I'm, so I'm just kidding. I, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. I just was trying to, you know, co- co- what is it? Controversy equals cash or whatever. I was just trying to start with a little, uh, little bang. No, oh, I, I love it. Clearly, clearly, I'd probably be Hogan and, and Eddie'd be the uh, macho man. I'm more of a Miss Elizabeth kind of guy. Um, well, we haven't seen you guys, uh, and, and we haven't had you on, um, since, since Halloween time. That was, that was a nightmare in the old city. Um. You, you could just stop I, at night, you could just stop at nightmare, because that was uh, a nightmare. Is what it was. Oh my gosh. Never listen, again I, will we run a Halloween show, ever. Listen, I haven't seen Cody with that look on his face, like, during during a show ever and i'm like oh my god oh my god the the thing is is like you like that's what i look like during the show but literally for like a week after if you would have ran into me anywhere that's exactly what i look like anywhere because it just stuck with me so long Mm. it's never never like the most demoralizing we've ever felt Yeah. Um, now, I take it that's not because of because of the show in general. Because I'll admit the show in general was great. Um, a lot of a lot of great stuff going on uh, throughout throughout the card. Um, but I think um, I think what you guys um, are are referring to obviously are the two kind of injuries uh, mis- mishaps that happened during the event. Um, one actually got a little more heat than the other one, unfortunately. Um, but everyone seems to be coming out of it. Everybody seems to be in high spirits. Uh, no more trying to, um, you know, start stuff on Twitter from anonymous in individuals. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna like dive too far into that part of things, but mm-hmm. um, I, I talk to a lot of people that are involved in wrestling that know certain people that may have said things that they weren't fully aware of what happened and all that. And uh, I think all is well now. I think the full story kind of came out. 
And, uh, you know, there's footage of both injuries, which is, it's pretty hard to watch. Uh, but with that being said, I think everybody's kind of clear on what happened. And uh, it was a little tough there for a few days with our name kind of being drugged through the mud in uh, certain circles and stuff. But, um, you know, uh, most of the negative posts got deleted. Um, and with, the, with that being said, it wasn't anything that we even asked for. Like, we didn't ask anyone to take anything down. We didn't really even dive into it at all. It was kind of more like the fans uh, doing the talking for us. But I think everything got straightened out. And, um, you know, obviously we've talked to both of the guys um, that have been injured. And uh, they both reassured us that, you know, it was like, hey, you know, this stuff happens. It's not y'all. It's not on you guys. It's not your fault. Um, but there's still that, you know, there's still part of you that just – sets and thinks about like hey man you know if, if we wouldn't have ran this show these guys would not have you know metal rods in their legs for the rest of the life. and like no matter what you say it's like you know that's that's the the that's just what it is it's like those guys forever will have will be affected by um what happened that night and that's just kind of hard to hard to swallow but i i guess that's just part of what you uh I don't say that's part of what you sign up for, but you know that going into it. Um, so, you know, there's that. But uh, just, you know, both those dudes are so um, easy to work with and, like, friendly. And not that it would matter, but it just it just really, you know, it was a tough, it was a tough week. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think I'm sure Eddie felt the same way. Me and Eddie talked every day. And, uh it was just, it was hard, man. But I, I'm glad that, you know, Eddie and I had each other to kind of bounce off of one another with the way we were both feeling. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, in the, in the, in the seven plus years that we've been running, uh, we've never had anything like that once, let alone back to back. So it was just such a fluke. And uh, yeah, it was, it was tough, but, but hopefully those guys are, going to get better sooner rather than later and we've tried to help out as much as we can uh in aiding their recovery and uh I, i'm not gonna lie to you guys i had a nightmare the other night that literally this show i, don't, I should probably shouldn't even say this out loud but I, I the next show that we ran it was like there was like a, a similar thing and it's like that that just shows you like i can't get it out of my mind like it just just really is something yeah. that sticks with you yeah we uh we were both real hard on ourselves after it all happened but like you know a lot of people were saying it, it's not ballet you know the risks are there and um i think the most like like kind of you know you take a step back and everything the thing i remember the most about all this is cody saying did you realize dan Housen was still in character when he was talking to paramedics i said yeah i did so I thought that was kind of like the big takeaway, you know, and seeing the outpour of people supporting these guys and, and helping them out. And um, I think our best bet is just to move on and um, never really kind of talk about what was the nightmare of Nightmare in the Old City. Yeah, um, I'm really glad you said that you stayed in character because even, I mean, I mean, because we were right there, we're, you know, front row and, um, and, you know, he's, and, and he is, and his character work is just, is just out of this world. And, you know, he's, you know, just laying on the apron and he's, and, 
you know, he's he's trying, you know, to you know get somebody, you know, to go get the paramedics, and you've got people just trying to give him money and you know trying to say here's teeth and you know, um, so it just shows the kind of you know what type of character he is, and you know this is a, this is a Mance's you know first time with us at, at NGW, so. Um, again, both those, both, both those guys, you know, hope them, hope them for a speedy recovery. Um, I know we'll see them both back at NGW soon. Um, we will on our Facebook page. One, once again, we'll put the, uh, we'll put the pro wrestling tea store up there, the link, and we'll put the GoFundMe in there as well. Um, are there any other links, um, where we can have people go to support or are those the, Pretty two made major ones. Uh, did you did you mention pro wrestling tees? Yeah, oh yeah, pro wrestling just, tees and then the GoFundMe. Yeah, I think those are the main two. Actually, Mance just had a shirt drop today, a new line. Uh, I, I actually, I know it's like kind of bootleg for me to just like pull it up and show it on my phone, but I'm gonna do that because it's I really like it. It's really cool. Um, let me see if I can get it real quick. It's actually based on an old horror movie. It's actually based off the movie Maniac. Oh. So here it is right here. But you can see that he's like on crutches. <laughs> and he's got like uh, some kind of gimmick on his leg, like on his broken leg and stuff. So that was really That's cool. great. I saw that today. So, um, and I'll tell you the thing about Mance too, man. It's like, uh, you know, Sue, uh, Sue Young, who um, organized both of these GoFundMes, um, which she told us that night that she was wanting to do it, uh, she messaged me and she's like, you know, Mance is a man of very few words, which is so true. Like, if you're in the back with him, like, he just, he he's not, it's not that he's not friendly, it's just that he's not the most talkative guy. Um, and, you know, he, he messages, he messaged me I sent Eddie the screenshot because it was like the most meaningful. It was like the most simple, which is funny because he comes out to simple man, but it was the most meaningful text or message. He he goes, um, let's see. I'm just going to read it to you verbatim. Uh, let's see if I can find it. He, he just goes, uh, he, just he just messages me and he goes, love you guys. Thank you. Just out of nowhere, like it wasn't response to anything or anything, wow. like that. and that was like while he was in the hospital. And it was like, man, like that alone. I was feeling so down, which I'm trying not to make it about like us. It's obviously like more <laughs> like more affected, but for him to just message me that because I'm like thinking like, man, do these guys blame us? Like, are they upset with us for like this happening and like all this? So for him to for him to like message me that, uh, like I said, he's a man of few words, but like. That alone just kind of lets you know where these guys stand with everything, and and we're looking forward to having both those guys back. And and uh, I I messaged Mance the other day just to check in on him, and we talked to Danhausen as well. And uh, I told Mance and Danhausen both, I was like, man, I just can't wait to see you guys. I can't wait to see the comeback because the comeback is going to be so awesome for both mm -hmm. guys. So I don't think it can be, but put any better than that as uh we transition here to a bogus journey you guys are coming to us now a little bit of a a little bit of a flip-flop here um so this is a bogus journey it's gonna be this sunday 
We're six days away. That is November 28th. Uh, and this is in association with United Elite Wrestling. Um, how did so? How did it get started? Uh, just kind of the collab between you guys. Just, I'm just going to be open about all this, and like, hopefully the commission doesn't watch it and like try to shut us down or anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how how that all goes. Um, so uh, we had booked the uh, excellent adventure, as you know, mm. uh, before COVID. And COVID strikes and shuts us down, unfortunately, which, like Ed has mentioned in the past, you know, we were all for it up until literally when we were forced to shut it down. Like, we were going to do it no matter what. Uh, they were putting crazy restrictions on how many people we could have in the building and all this stuff. We're like, you know what, man, we're this far into it. We're going to do this thing uh, no matter what we have to do. We're going to take a big loss on it if we have to. But we've promoted it. We've pushed it. We're going to do it. So that gets shut down. And in that that uh, statement that I wrote, I promised that we would make good on the show and that we would come to Virginia. And, uh, you know, the all the pre-sales that we did to that show, I, I said, hey, if you guys want a refund, message us. We'll give you a refund. If you don't want a refund, I will make sure that you we honor your tickets to the next show that we run. And out of all the tickets that we did pre-sale, no one messaged us for a refund. Not one person. Um, so that was on the top of our priority list whenever we felt like things were kind of back in a situation where we could uh, feasibly run. And so that's how this show came about. Um, but as far as the uh, UEW uh, collaboration, we decided that the building that we were going to run in in Yorktown was a little too small for uh, what we wanted to do. And uh, some of the local talent there in Virginia, uh, they uh, wrestle for UEW. And so we kind of got linked up with the, the, uh, the promotion via the local talent. And uh, it turns out that it is way easier to run a show uh, in a commission state using a company that is already... Um, uh, legal to run and uh, and licensed to run uh, rather than trying to go through all the hoops that it takes to uh, get licensed yourself and submit all the paperwork and all that. So we decided that it would be, um, you know, very convenient and very uh, mutually beneficial for us to collaborate and uh, essentially run an NGW show using um, you know, the UEW banner and uh, just some of their talent that was going to be on the show anyway. So that's kind of how we got linked up. And uh, we decided, you know, we'll just use their ring, their building, and it'll be kind of a plug and play where we just bring the talent and, uh, you know, hopefully um, they will, I'm not sure how many years they've been running, but uh, hopefully they'll get a little bit of a rub off of our name as well. Um, and then, you know, we'll get the rub off of them by capitalizing on, um, you know, their local fan base that they've built. So ho hopefully, you know, everybody at the end of all this shakes out uh, as a, uh, a positive. Mm. I'm going to segue here for just a quick second. 
Joining us on the WrestleCast, we've got the Cowboy. He's the Wild Thing, Mike DeShazo. Nice to see y'all tonight. I haven't been here for a while, but I'm back today. What's up, dude? Listen, same I'm old, like- same old, man. Um, but yeah, uh, th- this is this is super exciting. Um, we're we're beyond ecstatic um, to welcome you guys to Virginia. Also, to not drive the seven hours as much as we love you guys. Uh, <laughs> so it's going to be a little bit easier. We're only about fifty minutes away, and you've essentially got a you know, a crew in your back pocket in case you need it. Um, but yeah, U- UEW, um, it's, it's, it's so crazy because um, ever since, ever since the posters started to come out, uh, the, the promotional material for Bogus Journey, and it said, and it said in, a, in association with, um, you know, we've kind of jumped on that wagon a little bit. Um, the last the last event they ran, I think it was on your six. Um, that was a little too quick of a turnaround for us. Um, but we're actually getting to uh, their first show of the new year, which is January 22nd. Um, that is going to be ig- as we ignition. Um, and that's going to be at their new venue. And I'll share their information as well. So, um, you know, good, good to, you know, kind of, you know, we'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. You know, everybody wins. It's such a great time to be a professional wrestling fan, you know. And, um, again, it's just the fact that via you guys, we here in Virginia now have another link to one that was in our backyard. And they've been announcing roster additions like crazy with all their with, with all their free agents as of late. And, um but I will share that information on our Facebook page. Um, but I want to talk about this card because this card is absolutely stacked. Um, is there is there a particular one you guys want to talk about first? Huh. Yeah, uh, Cody. I kind of want to talk about the last the the Lost Boy Scouts because that's something we've had in our back pocket and want to do for a long time. Yeah, and the thing is, too, man, is, like, uh, you guys have to understand that we went into this essentially thinking to ourselves, we have to book this as an NGW show. Like, it's, mm. it's, not, it's, not, it's not necessarily watered down, not like a watered down NGW show, but also uh, we had to integrate some of the local talent there, basically just from our standpoint, to help promote it locally. Like, obviously, they have a fan base there, um, just like some of the guys that we use here locally in Knoxville that have a fan base that will come to the show to see them. And then once they come to the show to see them, they see our guys. It works out for everybody. So uh, with Alpha Inc. versus the Lost Boy Scouts, uh, you know, Jake Manning is a guy that we've used for several years now. Um, and he's, he's a great wrestler um, as far as just, just in-ring ability. Um, but he also brings the entertainment uh, aspect of things as far as, uh, you know, he has, he has some comedy spots and things like that. And uh, Eddie and I were talking just the other day about how much we love, uh, as you're rocking the Natterday Saint shirt right now, mm-hmm. we, we mm-hmm. love uh, Bradley Prescott so much. And I think I'd shared a screenshot with Eddie 
about I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell you the gist of it basically i told him i was like hey if you guys don't uh, cut a promo for us i'm gonna tell alpha inc to uh shoot on you guys during the match and uh and bradley responded with something along the lines of uh you can't what was it eddie what did he say oh man i can't remember i they, can't remember they, Funny basically, basically he was he was like well he was like they can't shoot on us if we shoot on ourselves first <laughs> that's what that was it <laughs> or something like that <laughs> and it was it was just like the funniest off the cuff like comment and the thing is is like what you guys see from bradley and the lost boys in the ring is literally how they are 100 of the time like their their comedy and their just like wittiness is uh it's it's non-stop and uh that's I'll be honest with you, like, that's one of the reasons we keep the guy around, because he just, he's always good for a laugh, and um, so pairing the, the Lost Boys with uh, Jake Manning is just going to be entertainment gold, um, just those guys all together. Jake Manning, in his spare time, is actually a stand-up comedian. Oh, um, okay. As well as uh, he works for, I'm not sure exactly what he does for AEW, but he has a job with AEW. Um, he just left high spots, I believe, to work for AEW. So I, I believe he's some type of agent or something there. Um, so uh, we we had booked the Lost Boys and Jake Manning in a, a trios for the Excellent Adventure. And one thing that we wanted to make sure that we did was just book as many guys as we could that we had to cancel uh, that booking for. So uh, that six man is uh, it's going to be interesting. Just uh, the clash of, you know, from everything that I see, Alpha Inc. is a pretty serious uh, a serious tag team. And then to put them in there with three guys that are just inherently hilarious should be pretty wild. Yeah, and, and, and you know, we've, and we've been to multiple NGW shows where, you know, the Lost Boys have been on there. Um, we've gotten, we've gotten a chit chat for a little bit and, um, I'll still never forget the, um, it was, it was either the podcast, um, episode you guys did, or it was just the, uh, kind of video update about the show where you guys had Brad on and, uh, that's where he was coming up with this crazy, uh, you know, match stipulation where there's five rings and the winner of those rings goes to another ring and... <laughs> Uh, so, are we gonna see that here? I'll, I'll tell you guys one thing that I, you never know what to expect from Bradley, uh, but you need to familiarize yourself with uh, Tint. If you're not if you're not familiar with Tint, uh, from um, Jake Manning, because. Uh, Tent has its own Twitter page, and uh, Tent has been known to show up at NGW at random times. So uh, that's, all I'll, that's all I'll say about that. I don't think there'll be multiple rings or any type of crazy stipulation, but uh, Tent could possibly make an appearance. What do you think, Eddie? I think uh, Tent will definitely be making an appearance. Oh, <laughs> I think they're going to be pleasantly surprised at this match. Uh, I do like the, the contrast, the styles, too, because like you were saying, Alpha Inc. and uh, uh, <laughs> The Lost Boys alone, um, they're they're pretty. Uh, I feel like if you and me 
were wrestling, we would today we would be like the Lost Boys because we're so goofy with shit, and uh, it works for them. And I think that's why we get along with them so well too. Uh, but I think it's gonna be a fun match. Uh, I do know, like we were segueing to another match where we announced it on, I believe yesterday, uh, officially announced that the Impact Heavyweight Championship title belt is going to be defended on this show. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Moose, Moose retained uh, his Impact World Championship against Eddie Edwards at Turning Point. Um, and I think uh, when you guys put this picture out, um, I was the first one to be like, is this for the Impact World title? And then nobody responded. And I'm like, I think yeah. he needs to retain it first. Yeah, 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 we jumped the gun. We jumped the gun for sure. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I'll be, and, and we've said this in the past, but I basically watch zero pro wrestling. Um, I, I do not watch, I do not follow AW, do not follow WWE, I do not follow Impact. I have no idea what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. I know what's going on in the world of NGW, and that is about it. Uh, with that being said, I told Eddie, I was like, hey, uh, go ahead and announce that world title match. And about two minutes into announcing it, I get a phone call, not a text message, but a phone call from Moose. And uh, Moose says to me, he says, hey, brother, you know I got to retain this belt before I can defend it at your show, right? He's like, you, you might want to hold off and make sure that uh, I'm carrying this thing around before uh, we say that I'm going to defend it, you know, at NGW. So hmm. I, I, I immediately got off the phone with him and sent Eddie the message. I was like, hey, we need to delete that because we don't know if it's going to be a title match or what. And uh, so that's kind of how we ended up in that scenario. We deleted that immediately. and then. Sure enough, he retains against Eddie Edwards, and here we are, um, him defending uh, his title against uh, a guy who held the title not long ago. So uh, that's an interesting dynamic, and uh, super appreciative to Impact Wrestling and the working relationship that we have with them and the trust that they instill with us to allow their title to uh, be defended at an NGW show. Um, that's me and Eddie were talking about earlier that we've had the 10 pounds of gold uh, defended at an NGW show, and now we'll have the Impact World title defended at an NGW show. And that's pretty cool for us because it just kind of uh, legitima legitimizes us as a company. And, um, you know, it's, it's not something that a lot of independents can say that they've had uh, um, world titles defended. So... We're looking forward to that one. It's going to be a good match. Yeah, on top of that, like, I told Cody, I was like, man, you, you realize, like, that's two of the biggest heavyweight championship belts in, in wrestling, you know, especially in the United States. And that's wild, you know. It's like, you know, just two dudes that put together a wrestling show, and, and that we've had this much lineage, I guess you could even say. I mean, 10 pounds of gold speaks for itself. And even the impact title, like so many people have been impact champion that have, you know, holding that title belt. And to know that it's being defended on an NGW show at not even in our home base, but at a location we've never ran before. I, I think that's a, a nice little treat for everybody who uh, will be there. Yeah. And um, 
I'm looking it up because the last match that I remember them having in, in, a, in a singles capacity um, was actually at, at, at their uh, sacrifice show where, um, where it was uh, uh, where they both had the titles. And this is when Moose had, you know, the TNA World Heavyweight Championship and Rich Swan was still carrying the Impact World, World title. Um, that match was great. So that makes me even more excited uh, for this one. Uh, and we also thank Impact Wrestling uh, for letting them bring the belts of Virginia. Uh, gosh, yeah, it's, you know, that's that's gonna be so good. You know, something else to mention too that we've kind of glossed over is the fact that you should have a pretty hungry Rich Swan because <laughs> the fashion in which he lost the NGW title at uh, Nightmare in the Old City. Uh, kind of not the most fair situation. Uh, and so, you know, his return to NGW will be in a, in a title match. We felt like he deserved a title match. And, uh, and also, Caden Sade is on the show, so you have to wonder if that will play into any type of – you kind of have a little bit of, you know, whatever they have going on. So uh, that, that, that's kind of something that we haven't even touched on. Uh, in any capacity, so that's something to look out for. Well, not only that too, but I mean, there was a, a potential chance of Caden winning the NGW title belt. Uh, but we can kind of talk about that a little bit later, Cody, which we haven't really alluded to or talked about yet. Um, but yeah, man, like it's Rich Swan versus Moose. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, um, a nice little segue though um, from from Caden Sade. Uh, into the tag match uh, where he's teamed with Shane Andrews to take on the Renegades of Flight. Uh, that would be Facade and Jason Kincaid. Um, this is going to be great. Uh, all four guys can absolutely go. Um, has Caden Sade and Shane Andrews teamed before? Uh, no, they, they have never teamed uh, in the past. Uh, but the main thing that we wanted out of this match was basically uh, we basically wanted to do like an NGW showcase type uh, type match where, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, the majority of the, the fans there in Virginia are probably not going to know who Shane Andrews or who Caden State are, uh, as well as, you know, I'm not sure that uh, the Renegades of Flight have ever competed in Virginia either. So we just wanted to trot our top tag team out against uh, our top singles competitors and um, just kind of show the Virginia fans like who we are as a company. We feel like these four guys have uh, the best ability to do that. And so, uh, like Eddie said, you know, it's going to be a weird dynamic if you have uh, Caden Sade out there as the NGW champion because. Um, as it's set to be right now, uh, Caden Sade versus Matt Cross at WrestleCade at the Show Champions for the NGW title. They could potentially have, uh, you know, the Renegades of Flight versus Shane Andrews and the NGW champion Caden Sade. Uh, yeah, and if and for some of our local viewers, um, the Renegades of Flight are absolutely in, insane um i don't want to i don't want to use the term flippy do 
um, only because you know it, it's kind of it's kind of you know, it, it's kind of hokey. Um, but to give you an example, so whenever whenever we go to the Jackson Terminal to go to go see an NGW show, um, right above the ring, there's these two gigantic wooden beams going from wall wall to wall, and um, the first time we saw Kincaid, uh, he gets on the top, and then he starts like ninja warrioring himself, like shimmying himself across one of these beams. And the whole night we're we're, we're telling guys going to the top rope just to watch out for the beams. Somebody's gonna jump and hit their head or something. Um, but he one ups everything. He just jumps right up and he just shimmies across and. Uh, Hits a gigantic spot. I believe it was on Caleb Conley, um, but uh, just just um, a guy that can absolutely go um, facade. If you if you've seen any indie show, um, if you if you just put his name in, into the Twitter machine, you'll get a ton of clips that come up. Um, he's even crazier, I think. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there a, is there a, is there crazy off there like? Um, or maybe they have some sort of like in-ring competition, I guess, to see who 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 can do the bigger OMG spot in the match. Yep, facade is is a wild man. Uh, but the thing is about Jason Kincaid. Jason Kincaid does things I've never seen before, mm-hmm. and I think he, you know he's a he's an innovator when it comes to aerial assault. That like. You see things, and even with us, you know, booking the talent and watching Jason Kincaid, damn, he's good. He's so mm-hmm. good. And he's the most quiet man if you meet him just, you know, in, in person. And you just be you get blown away that how talented the guy is. And then Facade is just fearless. Uh, I just, I've, I've seen that man dive off a balcony onto, you know, six, seven guys and barely anybody catch him and he'd get right back up and it was the wildest shit you know what I mean uh so just that alone and then of course it brings joy to me to know that you have become a fan of Caden Sade and Shane Andrews because of NGW that we've given them a spotlight to to have people come and see them who never would have heard of them or seen them before so that makes me happy and that kind of you know goes back to what Cody was saying about this match being a showcase we want to showcase some of the best talent. Why not do it with you know four of the best guys on the roster? Yeah, and I and I think all four of these guys epitomize, you know, you know what what you're what you're driving at here. Um, Shane Shane Andrews is a personal favorite of mine. Um, I, ask him ask him to do anything. I mean, I mean he's he's shown in the three times that we've seen him. Um, he can, uh, he can, you know, challenge for your, for your top title. He can, he, he, he can do your, he can do your comedy matches. He, he can do your gimmick matches. Um, he's a, he's, he's a great technical wrestler. Um, so very excited for us here in Virginia. That's finally to finally see him. Um, all right. Um, I know I mentioned Caleb Conley a few moments ago. Uh, he is going one-on-one with JTG. Uh, this is the first time we are seeing JTG 
back with NGW since the party bowl. Uh, so is, is there is there some uh, is there some deep feud down down the rabbit hole here? Uh, is it just a grudge match? Uh, what do, what do we have to look forward to in this one? You know the thing is about this one when it when it comes to booking the card, um, Eddie and I both feel very strongly about Caleb Conley and his ability to kind of exactly what you just said about Shane Andrews as far as he, he can fill any spot that you need him to fill and Caleb is one of those guys that we've always been able to lean on no matter what um, he's never been a guy that has begged for his spot uh, he's always earned it and um, we just you know this is just one of those that we thought would be a uh, we just thought this would be kind of a sleeper because Caleb always delivers in any scenario that you put him in. Uh, he can work so many different styles of, uh, of matches. And, um, you know, with JTG, it's like um, you're going to get uh, his maximum effort. And uh, so with both these guys going as hard as they possibly can, um, we just thought that it would be one of those that really surprised people and uh, kind of a, I don't want to say clash of styles, but definitely something that, you know, it's a first, it's a first time ever. No one's ever seen this match before. These guys haven't wrestled before. Um, and so with JTG trying to kind of get his, uh, his feet wet on the Indies, I guess you'd say, you know, cause he's only been working in pennant wrestling uh, on this current run for the, for what a couple years um and so and then caleb just kind of epitomizes independent wrestling um and so yeah it's gonna be interesting uh, eddie and i i think both are kind of looking forward to this one because we've been we've been really wanting to put caleb in a, in a spotlight match so to speak for a while i think he proved in that in that four-way was it a four-way for the uh for the number one contendership, yeah, that number one contendership match that he was in, I think he kind of proved his that his worth. So. Yeah, and there's a there's a show that we don't really ever touch on, um, but was actually kind of uh, set up by our good friend Tommy Phillips. But we did a show called uh, "Win in Rome" in Rome, Georgia, and Caleb Conley uh, took on Ar Fox, and holy shit, it was fantastic. And um, that's the kind of stuff that. We like to see Caleb get put in because Caleb is such a talented wrestler. Um, not just like, you know, flippy stuff or anything like that. I just, he is a talented professional wrestler. And um, this, this is going to showcase him uh, and showcase JTG. Um, you know, JTG is kind of used to that, you know, his, you know, that WWE style of wrestling. Caleb Conley's used to, you know, a little bit of that independent style. So we're excited to see kind of the, contrast the styles and see how it goes and uh very very confident that caleb conley is going to wow the uh the virginia crowd yeah and it's very it, it's it's very refreshing um when you can see when you can see caleb conley out of out of his usual shtick that he that he does on impact um i know he's more there at the moment for um you know kind of kind of you know comedic spots um, but see, but seeing him at the party bowl, he can, 
there's no doubt that, you know, the guy can go. Um, I think we mentioned um, one of the, one of the past times you guys went on that he's, that he's played suicide, uh, which, which shows you he, he can go. Um, so if there's any doubt there, I think that can be easily put to rest with that. I don't know if that's uh, been, I don't I don't know if that's been one hundred percent confirmed that he's suicide. I mean, yeah, I brother, I've, I've never actually even heard that. Oh yeah, he is suicide. I, I've never seen suicide and killed Conley in the same room, but that's as far as uh, I can on that. Okay, so so that's just you're not, that's just you're not Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, how about a match you guys just announced yesterday? Uh, that would be that would be Danny Moe taking on Erica Lee. Um, Dan, Danny Moe is one that is absolutely impressed every time we get to see her. Um, between stints, um, well, I guess between the second and third show uh, we've had this year, uh, she's had a she's uh, had a spot on AEW Dark. Which was which was like super cool, cool to see. Like I've I've I know her, I've seen her, um, and then she's on TV like the like you know the next day. Um, Erica Lee, I don't. I'll be honest, I don't know too much about. Um, uh, and I'm assuming uh, that she is a UEW talent. I can say that I have seen Erica Lee wrestle before. <laughs> Um, she's pretty good. Uh, she was just on AEW Dark Elevation as we were speaking <laughs> tonight. <laughs> so she has been on AEW as well, but I saw her at a local show in Fredericksburg a couple years ago before the pandemic started. So, and she goes back to one of the original few talent that we, uh, Virginia based talent that we had booked for the Excellent Adventure. And like Cody said, we wanted to kind of keep up on our promise of, of keeping these people uh, that we, we had book, booked. Um, and I've watched a lot of her stuff. Uh, very talented girl, a lady. Excuse me. She's not a girl. She's a, she is a woman. Um, but very excited to see her and Danny Moe go at it. Danny Moe has kind of came into her own because uh, Cody, I think the first time Danny Moe officially wrestled for us was uh, – what this year? The party bowl, I guess. Right? Yeah. So that, I mean, that's exciting. Um, I'm just really excited to kind of uh, see her do some more single stuff and um, see what you know what Erica uh, can bring out. I like it. I like it. Um. Uh, and then the final match announced um, from my research is uh, the NGW Eastern States Championship. You can get your replica at nextgentn.net backslash shop. That would be uh, Shug D defending against Kenji Brea and Bo Crockett. Um, I mean, Shug D is always just a fantastic uh sight i guess um always always knows how to bring a room together always knows how to you know 
put the comedy stuff aside if he if he has to, uh, and finally gets to come to Virginia. It's just fantastic. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing about this match, man. Is it's a triple threat, but mm-hmm. uh, Ken, Kenji and Bo Crockett both they better bring like their entire arsenal times ten because if you watch the match between him and uh, No Way, No Way is a giant man. Like he he's yes. a gigantic human, and so if Suge, you know Suge pulled it off against him. Um, in quite a crazy environment, Halloween. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know what. I don't know what it's going to take to uh, take that belt from him. But uh, he, uh, you know, especially after you guys heard him uh, with his promo after the match. Um, I think a lot. I think he's carrying a lot on his shoulders right now. That belt, and um, you know, this is what we wanted that belt to be all about, man. We want him to carry it into different states. And we want him to carry different promotions, and we want uh, to, you know, him to wear that belt proud and uh, defend it against pretty much anybody who's willing to step up. But uh, for no way to be his first title defense, and to see how he handled that, um, you know, it's going to take somebody pretty special to step in and, and take that belt from. Him. Yeah, and um, and. Bo Crockett is a UEW talent as well. Uh, you know, I know that he has worked for UW in the past. Okay. Uh, but like like you said, he's just kind of one of those more local Virginia guys that uh, I think he and uh, Suge actually have had a few matches against each other mm. in the past. Um, so. Uh, he was just one of those guys that you know was involved in excellent adventure that we wanted to get back on the car and make sure that we uh, took care. Of. That is that is good stuff. Um, uh, the the one thing that uh, we have yet to mention yet um, is that if you're listening and uh, and you are and you are uh, and you're a local talent, you are a professional wrestler. Um, we have we have a we have a seminar. Uh, do one of you guys want to talk a little bit more about that? The king of the Indies. <laughs> can we before we go into this, Cody? Can can we just talk about how fucking over Dirty Dango was? <laughs> Was is the uh, was is the key word there because um, after some of the things he said, man, uh, yep, that was that was really uh, that was really he buried he buried everyone he buried me like watching it back I didn't realize yeah oh yeah I didn't realize I you guys yeah yeah so uh, fuck him yeah. how dare how dare you bring his fucking uh, the fucking terminal. <laughs> like, oh, man. You can I, go I, back and watch it. And you I, see um, our buddy Gemini is in the front row just standing up. Just, it was fantastic. I don't think we've ever... See, the problem we have is we book so many talented people that everybody finds some kind of redeemable quality in every single person. Dirty Dango was the exception. I have never seen people that angry at an NGW show. 
my wife told me that there was a group of men who were pulling their chairs up and were going to go into the ring and beat him up, at least try to. And I can't really say very often that I've seen that because our crowd just genuinely loves all of the talent. And <laughs> this is the one case where me and Cody looked at each other. I'm like, man, he's saying the F word a lot. And I say the F word a lot. He said it more than I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was as far as heel promos go, um, it takes a lot to top that one. Well, uh, well, not not to like not to break kayfabe too much. But we we know what direction that uh, everything was headed in as far as the match between him and Mance. And I'm here to tell you that if that match would have taken place, people would still be talking about it today. Like it would have been something that, um, like Eddie said, you know that that Dango is a king of or. Uh, King of the Independence. Um, yeah, people people would be tweeting about it, talking about it still now. So I think there's some unfinished business there for sure um, with the way things went down, unfortunately. Um, but with Dango, you kind of just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you know, obviously we saw what we saw, but I mean, who knows? Is he going to is he going to show up in Virginia with that same attitude? Is he going to? you know, try to redeem himself. I mean, it's, it's such an unfinished story that who really knows what's going to happen. I mean, I think it's definitely, definitely a new side of him that no one got to see in the WWE. And uh, I think with that being said, he, he has a bit of a, I don't know, like a, a bit of unfinished business himself. Like he's trying to prove himself but also, I don't think he really gives a shit either. So, yeah. That's fair enough. Um, but, uh, but he is uh, going to have a, uh, but he's going to have a seminar um, at the uh, at, at the venue. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Which God bless those kids who take that seminar because if he if he takes the same attitude. Uh, as he took in that promo, um, yeah, I, I'd hate to be. <laughs> Fuck you, Valley Cat. <laughs> <laughs> she was getting ready to fight him. Like... Oh my god, that was fucking amazing, guys. I just can't get over that. It was so good. <laughs> it, it 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 made me a wrestling fan for for quite a while. I was like, this is some good shit. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm excited to have him back and um, in any kind of capacity. Um, and hopefully people can sit under the learning tree and learn a little bit from him. And also, you know, we're, he's going to be there, you know, with a special appearance, do a little bit of meet and greet stuff. So hopefully people uh, can come and maybe, maybe he won't say the F word as much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is, um, what you, what you should be spending your nine ninety nine. Uh, to go to to go to the high spots network because it's the best nine ninety nine in biz. Um, but if you want to cut the corner, there is a YouTube clip of the entire thing. I wish they would have picked a different title for it, um, for the clip. But uh, it, it's all there. It's about a good eight eight minutes or so. Um, it it'll make you think twice. Um, 
about about this version of you know Dongo as opposed to what you saw in WWE. So good, so good. Um, so then my my last question and um the only thing I can ask because I know that we've already touched on um the the NDW championship match this weekend at WrestleCade um is it does say uh that Matt Cross will be in action. Um do we have an opponent lined up yet? So I'll just go ahead and uh be transparent because that's what we do. Matt Cross is uh, not necessarily in the best of uh, conditions right now. Ooh, um, yeah. So if you're on the Twitterverse or whatever, you probably maybe saw that uh, he did not compete. He was scheduled to compete this past weekend at Defy Wrestling in Seattle. Uh, he did not compete uh, due to an injury. Uh, so we're kind of still waiting to see what happens with Matt Cross and his condition. Um, that's why we haven't announced a match yet. We do have somebody lined up for him to wrestle, but we're just kind of trying to take it as it comes and see uh, where he's at. I've spoke to him personally, and he has full anticipation of him wrestling uh, both at Showcase Champions and at the uh, Bogus Journey. But um, with that being said, we didn't want to promise something that we could not make good on. So we have, that's why we have not announced the match yet. Um, maybe he's just trying to dodge Caden say Maybe he'll maybe he'll cancel Wrestle Caden and then show up in Virginia still holding the <laughs> But, um, you know, it's just one of those situations where injuries happen. Uh, Matt Cross has been doing this for a long time. And uh, as everyone knows, that takes a, a wear and tear on your body. And uh, I'm sure that if at all possible, he will be in action. I can confirm 100% he will be there uh, in the flesh. Um, so we know that he'll at least be there. So if anyone was looking to maybe get uh, merch or autographs or anything like that, he'll be there in that capacity. And uh, pretty sure that he'll be wrestling as well. But uh, he's just kind of dealing with some things that he wanted to make sure that uh, it was safe for him to wrestle. So, interesting fact, because we're, we're talking about Matt Cross. He is currently the NGW champion. Matt Cross actually was the NGW champion uh, years ago. And we actually had to vacate the title off Matt Cross because of an injury. Matt broke his leg, which is ironic. It all kind of comes full circle. Um, but the whole reason Shane Strickland became NGW champion in a tournament was because Matt Cross was injured, um, and and we had a, you know, we took the the title off him. So uh, with that being said, hopefully Matt's a hundred percent and we'll be able to go because the match that we have uh, planned it's uh, it's going to be really really good. Um, I want to I want to circle back to Strickland in a second. Um, so as of right now, we have six matches announced, a potential seventh. Um, I know you guys typically do eight matches. Um, are we uh, looking for maybe an additional match announcement here coming up in the in the next few days, or or maybe the next few moments? Unless <laughs> unless there's like <laughs> a uh, crazy turn of events 
the thing that we had to deal with here was getting all of our guys licensed in Virginia. Uh, in Tennessee, you know, you can show up at the building. Literally, you can show up at the building and say, hey, I want to wrestle. And we can put you in a match five minutes before the bell rings. Um, so in Virginia, it's a little, <laughs> yeah, it's a little more difficult. So uh, on top of the fact that we are trying to stick to a pretty uh, strict time limit, uh, we don't want to run too long, which is something that we feel like we've done a lot lately. Uh, with, with the Halloween show, it was a little different because we had the injuries. And so, you know, essentially you only had seven matches at the Halloween show because Mance was unable to uh, continue and have the match with Dango. Uh, but we felt good about how early we got out of the building. Um, you guys have to know, which you know, Ryan, as uh, you've stayed and helped tear down before, takes us quite a while to get out of there after everybody leaves. So, um, you know, with this, we just kind of wanted to test the waters. So we will be sticking to seven matches. Um, and uh, we're anticipating Matt being able to compete. So there'll be seven matches. Uh, we're going to try to start around 5.30. We always say that and we end up at 6. But uh, we're going to try to start around 5.30, get everybody out of there. We've had a few people message us talking about how you know, it is a school night. And uh, we don't want to keep anybody out too late uh, or, you know, um, put anybody in a bad spot. So that's kind of what we're anticipating. That's great. Um, so, Mike, you've been uh, you know, sitting back, taking in all the matches. Um, I got to ask, what is, what is your excitement level um, being, being a part of PWO, but not necessarily – you know, due to, you know, personal engagements, uh, work. Um, haven't been able to travel with us to see this yet. What is, what is your excitement level right now for this? Um, if I'm rating it out of a, you know, a 10 scale, it's probably around a, uh, 11, 12, Ooh. somewhere around there. Ooh. I had the tickets for the, uh, the original Virginia show before COVID hit. And I was really excited for that, but, you know, go with my guys and watch Matt, watch a show like we had done with AEW in the past and other things. And this time I've got, I'm bringing some friends. Other people are bringing friends. We're all going to come down and have fun and watch the show and, and see some good wrestling. And it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I haven't been to an indie show in a while. So here's the thing too, guys. It's like, uh, you know, uh, Mike, obviously we haven't met you yet. You haven't been to an NGW show here locally. Uh, Ryan, you have more of an idea of kind of what the atmosphere is like. Um, with independent shows, you never know if the fans are going to respond the way that you want them to or the way that you hope for them to. And that's a big part of the energy. That's a big part of the show. Um, so what we're going to need is uh, we're going to need to make sure that the, the same type of energy that we have here in Knoxville gets translated uh, because you guys are kind of like a staple in our, our fan base now as far as like local fans here, even though you guys travel from a long distance. Um, it's it's going to take everybody kind of getting rowdy uh, because we're not going to have all the, the usual fans that we usually have here. It's going to be a whole new group of people. And one thing that we want to make sure of is that everyone that comes to an NGW show knows that they can just kind of let loose and, and have fun and enjoy wrestling. That's really what it's all about, and uh, like Mike said, man, just getting together with all your friends and going and, and just uh, spending a couple hours just 
you know, enjoying it and uh, just letting everything else kind of go to the side. And, and uh, so we're really, I'm excited, Mike, to meet you and like meet everybody you guys are bringing, the, the rest of your group and everything. And um, hopefully you guys can, can bring that energy for us. Oh, I'm going to bring yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I know, I know that, I know that we talked a couple of Friday, Friday ago. Um, uh, my wife and I actually went to the uh, um, SmackDown show um, because it was right down here at the scope. Um, and there were, there were guys in front of us getting involved with the show, uh, people behind us. And the whole time I'm like, you guys like this, you know, you're, you know, you know, not to, you know, put the bar tie, but you're gonna like this. <laughs> be like, be like, come to this show. Um, makes me, make, makes me wish that I had thrown a, uh, you know, party bowl shirt on or a, you know, nightmare in the old city Halloween shirt on uh, before walk, walking out. But um, I, I can assure you the the work um, I think that we've put in to try and you know, put butts in the seats has been, um, you know, we've, we've, we've put the legwork in to try and fill it. So uh, we're hoping we get a big turnout here. Yeah, I think a lot of people are expecting like a Magic Mike show because I keep reading all the comments on the flyer and they all think it's like a strip show, like a male strip show. <laughs> It's the weirdest fucking thing. I keep what? seeing these comments. Yeah, Cody, you've seen those comments too, right? Yeah, I've been putting it over on Reddit a lot because I feel like oh, no. untapped. It's an untapped uh, free uh, uh, way to to promote things. And so on the RVA uh, Reddit page, I've been posting a lot, and everybody's like, "Wow, this can't believe they're doing this in Richmond!" Like all these like male strippers and all this. I think I think maybe that's my bad for the way I designed the poster. It's just like a bunch of jack dudes like standing there. So I got totally see it. You know, I probably should have put like at least one. Like I should have put like Danny Mo on there or something to like at least kind of. Yeah, that could have maybe alluded to like some some weird stuff too. Like one chick and these dudes. I I don't know, guys. It's it yeah, pro wrestling. It's like yeah, you know, sweaty jack dudes. It is what it is. One yeah, man's wrestling yeah. And one man's pro wrestling to another man's strip show, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't notice it before, but there's no, but there's no female presence on the poster. So when you look at it, you know, the floor is a little lit lit up, you know, uh, you know, the lights are dark, the mood is there, and uh they're all oiled up. You know, they're they're just ready to go. Well, I, the way I look at it is one or two things are going to happen. One, people are going to come there anticipating a great wrestling show, and they're going to have fun. And then two, they're going to come expecting to see a dick show, and they're going to be really disappointed, but still have fun at the same time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A win, win for us regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either way, it's a win for everyone involved. Um, we're wrapping up here, so. Um, so let's get some of the le le let's get the logistics down here. Um, doors are opening when? Yeah, so uh, me and Eddie were talking about this earlier. Um, it's tough because there are like you know with the seminar and everything, and getting the ring actually set up the day of the show. 
Uh, we don't want to commit to four o'clock. That's where we're kind of rolling with for VIPs is four o'clock. Um, it could run 4.15-ish, depending on the seminar. Uh, but yeah, so count on four o'clock for VIP. And then, um, you know, we're going to try to start rolling around 5.30 for the show. So f uh, five o'clock for general admission uh, tickets. And then uh, 5.30, we should start rolling. If everything goes well, guys, we could show up and there could be no ring. There could be nothing. We could be having some kind of weird, like, no ring, no rules show. Because, uh, obviously, I'm not the guy bringing the ring, so I can't 100%. Uh, you know, it's one of those weird things, man. It's like pro wrestling. There could be guys with ulterior motives that, like, literally the ring just doesn't show up. That's happened in the past. Not for us. But we know of stories where that's happened. So we're hoping that everything goes smooth. Um, in that, we're trying in that, our best. In the case of that, it, then it does turn into a dick show. So <laughs> then the, the uh, Magic Mike show will be, will be commencing. Um, we got your money. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, everybody, make sure to bring your singles just, just in case. Uh, you can even throw them in the ring if you want to. Respect um, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, i'll be honest with you guys man 100 percent honest the uh, promoter of uew hit me up and he said uh you know you know i i, I talked to you ryan about it we we group message mm -hmm. and uh, i said hey you know pre-sale is not great it's not not great it's not going to be what it would be for us here locally because we've spent seven years building this fan base and mm -hmm. spent about a month trying to build this fan base in Virginia for this show. Uh, so, so pre-sale is not great. It's getting better in the past few days and uh, it's looking, it's looking in a positive direction, but uh, the UEW promoter hit me up and he said, so, uh, you know, if we don't cross this number of pre-sales, what's your plan? What are you going to do? And uh, mm -hmm. told him, I was like, uh, we're going to have the show. I was like, I, I, it doesn't matter. 15 people could show up. 20 people could show up. We're going to have the show. So the same thing uh, counts for if the ring doesn't show up. If the ring doesn't show up, something's going to happen. You guys show up to the building. You paid your money. Like, we're going to make sure that you guys have a good time and we do something cool. And, uh, you know, the, the ring's going to be there. It's gonna, there's going to be a show. I'm just, we're just talking, like, worst-case scenario, like, completely, like, something insane happens. But uh, we just try to make sure everybody gets their money's worth, man. And, like, no matter how many people show up or – what the show's like you, you guys know it's booked good and uh everybody there is professional and uh we're excited to uh just try to build something down there man or up there i should say just try to kind of bring our brand out that way and uh hopefully expand to a, a new group of people that will appreciate uh what we do um yeah absolutely um so if you are out there and you're watching, listening. Um, you're not quite sure. Um, head, over, head over to High Spots. They give you a month for free, okay? Take that month for free. Look, look up Next Generation Wrestling Tennessee, okay? This year we've been to the Party Bowl. We've been to Uncivil War 6. We've been to Nightmare in the Old City. Um, if you watch those, if you watch a trilogy of shows, I think that really gives you um, a really strong idea of what 
uh, of what type of professional wrestling show Cody and Eddie put together. Um, I think I think the show really is um, a story within itself um, as far as you know the kind of work that they put into it and um, even, even if you don't get that from that, I can I can tell you firsthand experience. Um, on show day, both these guys are running around, busting their asses, um, trying to make sure everyone's happy, everyone's there, um, everyone is safe. Um, you know, and above all, everybody's gonna have a great time. You're gonna come, you're gonna watch some professional wrestling. Um, you know, if you do, if you don't know somebody there, you're 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 going to. Okay, because it's just the type of environment it is. Okay, so um, that's my recommendation to you if you're a, if you're a new time uh, next next gener, um, you know. And if you're not, and if you're not, and you're just around for you know the swing of sausage, you know, come on in. You know, there, there's going to be something. There's going to be something to you know wet. There's going to be something to wet your whistle. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, wet your whistle. <laughs> wet your whistle. Uh, um, with that being said, you can go to nextgentn.net. Uh, $20 for general admission, $25 for VIP. While you're there, go to nextgentn.net backslash shop. You can get replica championships. You can get um, you can get all different type types of merch, autographed. Uh, eight eight by elevens. You can uh, get their old their old shows. Although if you go to high spots, pay your nine ninety nine. It's best nine ninety nine in the biz. Uh, you you can watch all of all of their shows. Um, but if but if you like the hard material like I do, uh, you know, just go to their shop and buy it. Um, guys, anything anything we're missing? Um, any last plug you want to give? Uh, something to bring them in. Got anything, Eddie? Yeah, guys. I think you guys, if, you, if you've never checked out an NGW show, like I told the PWO guys the first time we talked to them, you're going to come and you're going to be blown away and you're going to instantly become a fan. Uh, and I really think um, this show uh, has is a little bit more diverse than what we normally do uh, at the local area here in Tennessee. But I think... Uh, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. And worst case scenario, you get a lap dance from a, a, strip, a strip show. Um, but I think, sincerely, uh, for what you what you pay, um, I can sit here and tell you the main event alone with Moose and Rich Swan is worth the price of admission for this show. Yeah, and, and, and another thing, too, like, obviously, we'll probably do, like, a year-end thing, probably with you guys, just to cover everything, but this is this is our last one for the year, guys, and it'll be a little while. We'll go into the winter, and, uh, you know, if you guys want to want your fill of NGW or or your fill of uh, good independent wrestling, you know, this is, this is going to be your chance, so, like Eddie said, definitely show up and let us, give us a chance to uh, prove to you that uh, everything that we say is not in vain and that we, we work really hard on putting all this together. And uh, we're very confident in uh, everything that we book. And, um, you know, so that's pretty much it, guys. We'll, we'll see, you, uh, see you guys down there in Richmond. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun time, man. I'm glad we're finally getting to do this.
Yeah, if you if you want your fill at all, just come to the show. Something will happen. Um, <laughs> you will you'll get filled in some. <laughs> you want to have a good time. Everyone's this, this, home this, this might turn into boner journey instead of boat. <laughs> you can just like scratch out some of the the other letters. Oh. You're gonna get blown away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lastly, uh, lastly, before we let you go, uh, uh, fuck WWE, uh, Shane Strickland for life. Uh, yes. February February seventeenth, I believe, is ninety days. Just give you guys a heads up. So that'll be right before your March show, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I have to see. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The one I wanted to circle to circle back to and. Uh, you know, it's very, it's very, it's very unfortunate that it's happened to one of our own. Um, Isaiah Swerve Scott, along with the rest of Hit, Hit Row, have been released uh, from their WWE con- uh, uh, contracts. Uh, Swerve, also known as Shane Strickland, um, was a part of Hit Hit Row, um, unjustly released in my in my personal opinion. Um, you know, you and. You know, Cody, I know that you don't, you know, watch professional wrestling as, you know, religiously as, you know, maybe we do or maybe even Eddie does. Um, you know, and in my in my opinion, when you say you want something from, you know, your talent, you know, you want more your know, character-based stuff. And you have a group of characters in front of you doing what you're doing, what you're pretty much instructing them to do. And on top of that, they're knocking it out of the park. And then you bring them up to the main roster, and a month later you're released? Uh, it shows a lot of disorganization. So I only have I only have a few things to say about it. And uh, the first thing is that Shane Strickland is hands down in the top five most talented individuals that I've ever seen, if not the top three. Um, if you... And then the other thing is that if you can't make money uh, off of Shane Strickland, then you should not be promoting professional wrestling at the level that you're promoting. Because I don't know any details about his contract. I know mm-hmm. nothing about how much he was getting paid. But I do know this. They could have paid him three times what they were currently paying him. And they could have still found a way to make money off of him because he's that damn good. And um, I think they totally dropped the ball. Um, I'm sure Eddie feels the exact same way. And uh, I think a lot of people feel the same way. And I think that uh, whether it be on the independents or somewhere else, uh, another one man's trash, another man's treasure, and uh, Shane Strickland will find himself on top and he will be treated with the respect that he deserves and uh is just a total shock to me so i know eddie has some things to probably say about it too but yeah i know it's getting close to the 8 30 time guys but uh like uh, one of the best wrestlers i've ever seen live i and and, and i mean that, that that's i mean <laughs> It's almost like it was expected that WWE would kind of flub this uh, because that's what they do. They don't they they don't know how to make new stars, uh, at least not anymore. 
And uh, it's a shame. Um, but like Cody said, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Uh, the selfish part of me was like, fuck yes. Like we get, we're going to try to get Shane back. We got to get Shane back. And um, the amount of matches that we have not seen that I want to see in, in NGW. I mean, like I said, I, I, Davey Richards versus Shane Strickland, man, that, that match gets me so excited. Just the oppor- the possibilities, uh, Rich versus Shane too. I mean, there's, there's so many possibilities. So um, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. If it does arise, we, we have nothing set in, set in stone or I would, I'd love that the opportunity could possibly come where we could bring Shane back, even if it's just one time um, because our crowd loves him and uh, we love him. So uh, go fuck yourself, WWE. Uh, with that, uh, <laughs> everyone, you can head over to our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're watching or like what you're listening to, you'd like to support us, that's kobe.com slash pw123. It's easy as one, two, three. Price of just a cup of coffee a day. You can support us. You can also head over to nextgentn.net. Dig deep. All right. Get all get all of your fill. Head over to High Spots Net- Network. Um, guys, we're six we're six days days away. Yeah, you know, and, and I and I couldn't be more excited to have you guys, honestly. Um, yeah. because they say Virginia's for lovers. Uh, so um, if you love getting filled, make sure you come to our uh, wrestling show on Sunday. Um, uh, hey, and before we go, man, I hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, spend time with your loved ones. Um, you know, I know that a lot of re- retail stores are closed. I'm unfortunately working the entire day. Um, so we're gonna have thanks Thanksgiving on Friday. Um, so not, nothing like you know, um, you know, working, working, working in retail. So um, I don't miss it, buddy. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right there with you. Um, I don't miss so with all, so with all of that from us to you, happy holidays. Uh, we hope to see you on Sunday in in Richmond. Uh, you can head over to the Facebook page to get all of the information. You you can message us. You can message the guys. Um, anything you need, uh, we're more than here to facilitate. And the same thing goes for the show on Sunday. All right. Everybody be safe. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Hail to the Redskins. Yes.